Welcome, welcome everyone to the very, very first episode of Shooting the Shiz. I am Jeremy. I'm your podcast host. Like I said, this is our first episode, but if you have noticed, there are two episodes prior to this, and you're probably asking yourself, how is that possible? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how that's possible. (laughs) So I started this podcast out as a podcast, and it was named This, That, and Everything. Then I realized I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, so I had to take some time off think about it, revamp it, see what I was really going to do, because I wasn't actually sure. I knew exactly how I wanted it to go, but I didn't do no planning, and so it failed. (laughs) Basically, simply, let's just put it that way, it failed, you know? Um, And not by anybody's fault but my own, it was just I did no planning, literally no planning. I found this app that I'm using now, and it's called Anchor. It's super easy if anybody wants to start doing podcast, thinking about doing podcast, wants to do a podcast but doesn't know how, basically use this app. That's what I'm trying to tell you because <laughs> it's the easiest app I found and you know I'm just trying to you know put my honest opinion out. This is like the easiest app I've ever used. Uh, It's called Anchor. You can do all your own editing, recording, and add music, whatever you want to do through this app, right? And it's called Anchor. So that's what I did. But because of the fact that they make it so easy, I didn't think I needed any planning, which was totally fucking wrong. And sorry about my language. Uh, That's just who I am. So if you don't like it, this is probably not the podcast for you. Um... But anyways, (laughs) yeah, this app is super fucking easy to use and I didn't think I needed planning, but once I started recording, I realized I needed a lot of planning. Um, So that is why I say this is the first episode to my new podcast when there is actually two episodes prior because I did record those two episodes and I do encourage anybody listening right now Um, if you're new, go ahead and give those two episodes a listen because they are really good content. I'm not saying that they're not, they are very, very good content. My first episode was from my parents, my mom and my dad. The second episode was with my brother. And I feel like to me and from the feedback that I've gotten about those episodes, they were very, very good episodes. And I appreciate everybody that did give me you know, compliments and criticisms and stuff, because I take it all. And that's how it makes me better. Um, I'm still learning, though. So don't expect this to be a flawless um, podcast with no sound issues. No, you know, and I forget things. So I'm very forgetful. I stumble over my words all the time. So it's not the perfect, you know, it's not going to be the perfect podcast. And like I said, I forget things. So if I repeat myself too many times or whatever, you know, feel free to let me know because I do like when people, you know, give me criticisms. It makes it better. It makes me know what I can do better. Um, And I'll drop a link in my uh, Instagram so you guys can listen to this. My Instagram is tatted up diesel king. Go ahead and give me a follow. Uh, Just follow me on Instagram. Uh, 
when I do post this on Instagram, you guys are more than welcome to give me any feedback, whether it's, you know, shoot me a message on Instagram or comment on my post about the episode. Um, that's where all our discussions are going to be uh, anyways is in the comment section of my Instagram. Again, that is at Tatted Up Diesel King on Instagram. So go ahead and give that a follow. Uh, if you're not following me, uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, even if you want to be part of the episode, uh, let me let me know, guys. Either shoot me a message or, you know, comment on my Instagram that you want to be part of the episode. If you have something you want to say or you want to be on the episode, uh, whatever it is, even if it's just feedback, give me a message, give me a comment, whatever on Instagram. Um, and I will get back to you guys. That's tatted up Diesel King. But anyways, let's jump into the episode. So I'm Jeremy. Again, I'm your podcast host. A uh, little bit about me. So I am 30 years old. I know I'm getting pretty fucking old. Uh, I, I'm actually just kidding. <laughs> There's probably people in the com that are going to be in the comments fucking cursing my name. You ain't old. Blah, 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 blah. I get it. <laughs> Whatever. But I feel old. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'm 30. I've lived most of my life in Colorado. I don't want to say all of it because I know when I was a kid, still shitting in diapers. Uh, I think I was still shitting in diapers. I don't know. Maybe I was old enough. I don't know. I don't remember though. But I do remember we did live in Longview, Washington. Like I said, guys, my memory is not good. So <laughs> anyways, uh, we did live in Longview, Washington. I don't remember exactly how many years we lived there. Um, but we, that's, I did live there as a child, then we moved back to Colorado. Um, don't know what age that was. <laughs> I'm not even lying. No, I was in elementary school. I know that cause I went to St. Helens. No, that was actually in Washington. Uh, damn. I don't remember. I don't even remember the, the elementary school that I went to here in Colorado. I forgot what it was called. Uh, my mom will probably badge me on that one because she was one of the teachers there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we moved back when we were a kid. We moved here to Colorado. Uh, and then I lived here, went through high school, all that in Colorado. And then in 2014, I went to the military and I chose the army. Uh, that being due to my father. So my father was in the military uh, he actually was in Germany. I don't, I don't know how many years. I'm sure he probably told me a bunch of times, but again, like I said, my memory is not good. So <laughs> I don't remember exactly how many years he was in, uh, Germany. Um, we'll ha and we'll have him on the episode uh, at, at some point he'll be on the episode and we'll talk about that too. But, uh, yeah, he was in Germany. Um, all his stories he used to tell me about being in the military, it just, it just made me want to do it. You know, uh, the brotherhood of it, the camaraderie and all that he used to tell me about, you know, that's, that's what I want. I was like, man, that, that sounds like something I want to do, you know? And then on top of that, just serve my country, you know, because this is where I grew up. This is where I call home. Like, why wouldn't I want to defend, you know, the, the nation that I live in? Uh, so you know, I went into the army. I went in as a tanker. Um, my dad was a combat engineer. I do believe I'd have to ask him again. I, like I said, I can't remember anything, but, um, yeah, so he was in the military. He, uh, he was on, um, a tank 
I know that. I don't know. I can't remember what tank he told me. I know he told me he was on a tank and he was a driver and all that. And so that's what made me want to be a tanker in the military. Um, I also did have to get, you know, I, I wanted to change a pace, you know, I was hanging around with the wrong people doing stupid shit. Uh, and I just needed to change a place. And I also needed, you know, um, a change of direction, you know, like I needed some discipline in my life. <laughs> and like I said, I wasn't, you know, the worst kid out there going to prison and all that stuff. You know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't doing, you know, nothing too crazy, you know, but just making the wrong decisions. If I wanted to get ahead in life, I was never going to make it, um, with the decisions I was making. So decided, you know, being in, being in the military, it would show me some discipline, show me some guidance. And I also wanted to carry on the tradition that, you know, my dad had started, uh, you know, my dad was in the military and that's something that I wanted to do. I've always kind of followed in the footsteps of my dad because, He's been a diesel mechanic for 20 some years, 21, something like that. And if any of you that don't know me can guess what I'm doing now, I bet you'll guess right. I am a diesel mechanic, <laughs> actually for the same company as my father. <laughs> so doing that now. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I went to the military. So I did my uh, all my basic training, AIT, all that stuff. I did that in Fort Benning. Um, they didn't call it AIT for me. They call it OSET because we did, you know, basic and, um, AIT together all in one, all in one piece. Uh, so I did that in Fort Benning. Um, anybody that tries to tell you that basic training is a living fucking hell, they're not wrong, but they are, they are wrong. Um, it's not, you know, it's not something, you know, that's, that's, you can't handle, you know, it's, it's all a mental game. It really is, you know, and as far as like physical, it's not that bad guys. It's really not that fucking bad. Anybody can do it. Um, your first couple of days is not going to be, you know, in basic training, your first couple of days is going to be fucking hell. And it's, it's for a purpose, you know, it's all a mental game. Um, everything they do there is for a fucking purpose. So anybody that says it's a living hell, yeah, I mean, mentally it, it is kind of a living hell, but, but really it, it's not that fucking bad. Um, me personally, because, you know, if it, the people out there that actually know me personally, you know, I laugh. I laugh all the fucking time. I'm always smiling. <laughs> I'm always trying to tell a joke. I have no filter, you know. So me personally, 30th AG was the absolute worst for me because at that point, you're sleep deprived. You know, you're you're standing in line all day waiting to get issued your gear. You You're standing nut to butt. You can't talk to each other. You can't laugh, you know, none of that. And that was hell for me you know, basic training was a cakewalk, you know, besides getting smoked every fucking day. <laughs> I mean, basic training was a cakewalk compared to 30th AG. I feel like 30th AG for me was the absolute worst. Um, but like I said, that's, that, that's my personal opinion. And that's due to the fact that, you know, I fucking laugh. I joke, I smile, you know, I, I'm not a serious person. All right. So that is one thing, you know, I advise anybody, 
You know, if you're, if you're a wise ass <laughs> or, or, you know, you just love to have fun, you know, definitely join the military because it is a good time. But at the same time, you, you, you know, you do have to be serious at some points and, and there's a lot of discipline that goes to it. And it's not just, you know, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of stories of like, oh yeah, we went and partied over here and we partied over there and whatever, you know, but at the same time, it is a serious thing too. Uh, but you know, I'm not really trying to get into the serious shit. This podcast is more about being funny and show, sharing life experiences and what you've been through and what you've done and stuff like that. I'm not trying to be too serious. No, there, there will be podcasts where we are kind of on the serious side and we're, you know, it's more about life advice and, and helping someone out because that's what I like to do. You know, I like to help people out where, whether it's advice or, you know, you need a ride or whatever it is, you know, I like to help people out. Um, and that's why I want this podcast as well. So that, you know, there's the life advice, the life experiences stuff. I can share that with, with somebody, you know, either going through this, about to go through it, or somebody's already been through it and we can just relate to each other, you know, and that's why I call this episode, or I mean, uh, not this episode, this whole podcast, that's why I call it shooting the shiz, you know, because the only way to know what you have in common with somebody or learn stuff from somebody is shooting the shiz, you know, if you just sit there and have a conversation, you'll learn stuff about people you never knew that you never that you didn't know that, you know, and uh, if anybody, you know, people that do know me, I'll talk to anybody. It doesn't have to be somebody that I know. I can walk up to anybody on the street and just start talking to them. And that's just who I am. I'm a kind of an open person, you know? And so that's why I, I started a podcast, um, with life experiences, you know, um, life lessons, stuff like that. You know, I haven't been through everything, but I've been through enough to where I can, you know, share a little bit of what I've learned. Um, and that's what this podcast is about. So, you know, like I said, I went through basic, um, and I'll tell you, I got to tell you this story because it's a little, I mean, to me, it's funny now at the time it wasn't funny, but you know, to me now, I, th I think it's fucking hilarious. So my very first day of basic, not when I got to 30th AG or whatever, when we got off that bus, you know, you have what's called a shark attack. And that was, I'm not even lying. That was pretty fucking shitty. There's like drill sergeants in your face. They're screaming at you. They're, you know, you're in the fucking dirt. They're kicking dirt in your face and whatever, you know, shit like that. And it's, and it, you know, that right there was the first shock where I was like, Hey, what the hell did I do? But, you know, it was a learning experience and I've learned you guys, you don't even know. I've learned so much from being in the military. Excuse me. And, you know, I'll never regret what I've learned and the experiences that I've been through and the lessons that I've learned, you know, but where I was going with this is, so I get off the bus, you know, we get smoked from the, in the shark attack. Uh, and I'm talking about, you know, they smoked the dog shit out of us to where I was fucking tired, you know, <laughs> and I didn't even want to do it no more. I, you know, I was like, you know, fuck this shit. But that's where I say it becomes a mental game, you know, because, you know, uh, obviously people screaming in your face, it's going to overwhelm you, um, you know, and it's going to throw you off a little bit mentally. And I think that's where I, you know, they threw me off. They did. They threw me off my fucking game <laughs> because, you know, we get smoked, we get our MRE, we eat for two minutes or whatever they gave us. And then we go into the classroom and we start doing our, our, uh, paperwork, you know? 
Well, I'm sitting in there doing my paperwork, you know, and I'm filling these papers out and I'm not paying attention to what's going on around me at all. You know, I'm kind of reflecting on what just happened in the shark attack uh, and I'm trying to fill out my paperwork and stuff like that, you know. And all of a sudden, my, one of my drill sergeants says, Private Dombin, he fucking screams it, you know. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to reflect on what the hell I just got myself into and all that. And my response to the drill sergeant that just had called my name, I look up at him and I say, yeah, what's up, man? Not even fucking realizing where I'm at, you know, paying attention to, I'm not paying attention to anything, really. I'm just in my own fucking mind. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing that right there was the kickoff of my basic training. I mean, you know, normally that, that shark attack is the kickoff of basic training, but I had like a secondary fucking shark attack. <laughs> so I'll tell you right now, as soon as I said that shit, the whole platoon and everything had to go outside. And, you know, when you cause that, <laughs> you're not the most well-liked guy at the beginning. But afterwards, you know, like going through basic and all that, I made a lot of friends and, and a lot of people that I call brothers. And, you know, it's that camaraderie that and the brotherhood that, that uh, you know, that that makes the military, you know, great. And it's that bond, you know, the bond between you and your battle buddy that, you know, that you, that you take with you until the day you die. So, you know, I'll never forget those memories and I'll never, as much as it sucked in the moment, <laughs> like I said, it's all, a, it's all a, a, a mind game, you know, uh, or like what we, we used to call it, it's all a mind fuck. <laughs> and again, excuse my language, but um but yeah, so you, you know, you, you gain that brotherhood between, between you and your battles and, and, you know, you're all doing it together. So, you know, when you feel like, man, I can't fucking do this, you got to look over your shoulder and say, Hey, that guy's doing it with me, you know? Um, and that's why I say, I don't think it was that bad for me because I used to do that all the time. You know, I'd look over and I'd see him struggling. I'm like, Hey man, we're in this fight together, you know? So that, that's what pushed me. Um, but I also took it one, one uh, meal at a time, you know, uh, during basic, I would, you know, one meal at a time, I'd make it to breakfast. Cool. Now all I got to do is make it to lunch. I make it to lunch. Next thing I got to make it to dinner, make it to dinner. And I'm telling you, the time goes by fast. If you just live by one meal at a time, and I'm going to actually tell you where I learned that from is when I was swearing in, um, I had a furball, uh, full bird colonel tell me that. Before I was leaving, man, he said, are you nervous? And I said, yes, sir, I am. And he told me, you know how I got through mine a long time ago? And I said, how do you, how, how you get through it? You know, and he told me that live at one meal at a time, because if you live at one meal at a time, it's going to go by faster than you'll ever know. Um, and it did for me. So, and that's why I say that's, that, that's a piece of advice that, you know, if somebody listening is about to go to basic or, you know, whatever, you know, that's a good, a good piece for me. You know, live it one one uh, one meal at a time. Live it by what you can control, not by what you can control. Um, you know, and you can control. You know that you're about to go eat. You know, not what time, but you can control the fact that you're going to eat. You know, you can control that fork going to your mouth. So as long as you can live it by what you can control, and not what you can't, you'll make it. You know, it's easy as shit. But anyways, that's my little spiel on that. Uh, let's move on. Um, the next place I left basic training in Fort Benning and I went to 
my actual unit in Fort Hood. Uh, I met a lot, a lot, a lot of good guys there. Um, well, and like I said, we're not going to get into like the specifics of things. This is kind of just an intro, uh, to the episode. Um, all the real stories and, and stuff like that. We'll get into another episode right now. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of background of where, where I'm from, where I came from, what I've done, what I've been through. Um, so I, like I said, from basic in, in, uh, Fort Benning, Georgia, I went to, uh, Fort Hood, Texas. And I spent, uh, I would say over a year. I'm not exactly sure. Like I said, guys, you have to remember in this podcast that I cannot remember shit. So I can't give you exact dates, <laughs> but, uh, I was over, over a year in, in Fort Hood. Um, and then we, you know, in that year we went to California to do some training, um, did a little bit of over a month on that. I mean, and it's training, but, uh, you know, I was a tanker. So I'm telling you guys four person to a tank, you know, you have your driver, your loader, your gunner and your TC, right? Um, those four guys in that tank, I'm telling you are going to create a brotherhood that's stronger than you've probably ever felt. And unless you've been in the military, you probably won't feel that brotherhood. I mean, uh, you know, there's other ways to fill that brotherhood, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but you know, as far as like military wise, that, you know, being in that tank, that's where you eat shit, sleep, you know, piss, everything. You do everything out of that tank when you're out in the field. So, you know, the, the camaraderie and the brotherhood that you build between each other in that fort and in that tank is, is pretty amazing. Uh, something that you'll never forget. And I promise you that, you know, because you spend hours on hours on hours in that fucking tank with each other. Um, you know, whether you're just training or you're going to gunnery, uh, you spend a lot of time with each other in that tank and, and you learn uh, a lot about each other and, and brotherhood and stuff like that. And, and so I'll never forget that, you know, and that was, uh, I did a little over a year in Fort Hood. Um, met a lot of cool people, a lot, a lot of cool people. And then we went to, um, with the unit that I was in, in Fort Hood, we went to Camp Casey in Korea. Um, and I'm telling you guys that, you know, uh, you don't even have to be in the military obviously for that, but if anybody listening, um, can make it happen, go to, go, go to South Korea. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun there. It's so beautiful. There's so much to do. I mean, the people there are so nice. Every, everybody's so respectful. Um, and it was just something I'll never forget. Like I said, you know, and the people that I went with was amazing. The friends, everything was just a good time. You know, um, there was it's shitty times, especially, you know, uh, in the tanks, gunnery, whatever, you're not going to be, you know, you know, being in the military, uh, as a tanker, you're not, you know, you're obviously not going to be, uh, super excited about everything you have to do there. You know, military is still a job. Um, so it's not like, you know, I know there's a lot of stories of people just partying and straight drinking and all the time, but you know, military is still a job. So there is, you know, there was, it's shitty times being in the field and, uh, early morning, um, 
drills and stuff we had to do. You know, it wasn't always fun getting smoked in the motor pool. It's not always fun, but for the most part, like I said, it was a very, very good experience. And if anybody else can do it, you know, not even being into the military, just, you know, take a vacation out there or something. If it's possible for you, give it a try. I think it's amazing. There's so much to do out there. The people, like I said, are so nice. Um, and for all the younger guys, like partying, oh, dude, you, you don't know partying until you get to Korea. That That's a fucking blast. <laughs> there are so many memories made. Uh, right outside of Camp Casey, there's a there's a strip of bars. They call it the Ville. And I'm telling you that, man, that was a blast. Uh, there's a lot of things I can, uh, on the podcast. I'm not going to tell you just uh, it's not appropriate. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we'll get into stories and stuff later on uh, in different episodes, but we're not going to go too far in depth. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, I mean, it was just a really, really good time. <laughs> I mean, the memories made with, with my brothers was, I'm telling you, like something you will never forget. Um, so I did nine months in Korea. You know, like I said, it was so much fun, a lot to do. People super nice. Uh, the camaraderie made with everyone, not even, you know, just the people that I knew, the people that I didn't know. And, like the catuses that we worked with and stuff. It was just a blast. Uh, you know, so that was, that was amazing. Um, got done with the nine months, flew back. We went back to Texas and I stayed there. I don't know exactly how long it was like, I don't think it was that long. It was only like a couple months, like six months at the very most. I don't remember exactly. Uh, so went back to Texas. Then from Texas, I got orders and I went to Georgia uh, so in Georgia, I went back to Fort Benning. Uh, I did a lot of uh, details and stuff like that. Uh, did like a couple medical details for the Airborne uh, and then did a lot of the uh, range detail with like some of the uh, civilian contractors. I did a lot of that uh, with them, uh, like I said. And then I had a couple of the guys that I was in basic with that I literally went through the entire, my entire first contract with. I know there was quite a few guys. I went to Fort Hood, then I went to um, Korea, and then to Georgia, All we all went together. So that was kind of cool, you know, because it was, uh, it does help when you have someone that you know, you know, <laughs> someone that you do know, because it does kind of get a little bit of, like intimidating, you know, being in the military itself is already intimidating, but then going to different posts and different unit and stuff like that, that, you know, you've, you've never done this before. So it does get a little intimidating and a little scary. So, you know, it did help having people that I went to basic, like I basically started the military with, I finished, you know, my contract with. So it did, that did help. Um, you know, and I have my cousin that's in the military right now, but he's, uh, He's in Hawaii and, you know, I've always wanted to, to, to make it to Hawaii, you know, in the military. So I didn't have to pay for it, obviously, because, <laughs> you know, vacations are kind of expensive. So it was nice, you know, going to Korea and all that, like on the military's dime. I'm not even going to lie. We, but, uh, yeah, that would be cool to go out to Hawaii. And I already told my cousin, like, I don't give a shit, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to make a, a trip out to Hawaii. So, you know, I've, like I said, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii and now my cousins there in the military, like we're about to, I'm about to go out there. 
visit. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but then, yeah, so uh, went to Fort Benning. Like I said, I did a couple medical details, a couple range details with the civilians. Um, and that was all good experience, too. Um, and then, oh, guys, I'm telling you. So uh, when I left Fort Hood to go to Fort Benning, um, when I got those orders to change posts, so I went home first because my dad, I was going to pick my dad up and he was going to drive out to Fort Benning with me. Um, so I appreciate that, dad. That was freaking amazing. We had a good road trip. Uh, you know, we went to, um, guys, don't quote me on like where these places are because I have no idea. Uh, I ride my motorcycle all the time and I don't even know where the fuck I am. So <laughs> I have no idea where these places were. I just know we went to them. So that, uh, we, me and my dad, we had stopped at Bass Pro Shop, uh, the big pyramid one. And guys, that shit was awesome. You know, you walk into this, uh, uh, Bass Pro Shop and it's already, dude, it, guys, it's freaking enormous. But you walk in and there's like a lake, like literally inside the store with rivers running and all this through the store. So there's fish like, swimming through the store and all this it's freaking awesome guys and then they have like boats just floating in the water and shit like if anybody can you should definitely visit that bass pro shop because that shit was awesome <laughs> and then you can ride the elevator all the way to the top of the uh, bass pro shop and i'm telling you guys you know i'm not trying to say that that's the highest fucking pyramid in in the united states because i'd probably definitely be wrong i, I don't know but when you get up there, that shit is fucking high. <laughs> that is really high. And it is like the most breathtaking thing. Like you can see for miles, you can see the boats and stuff coming down the river. And it's just amazing. And if you guys ever get a chance, you should definitely visit that place. And then the next place we went to, and I'm probably forgetting stuff along the way. Um, but I know the next place we went to was Graceland. Um, and that place was amazing. I'm telling you, that place was so cool. Uh, if you like Elvis, definitely a place to check out. Uh, we were on a kind of a time crunch, so we didn't make it through, um, the actual tour itself. <clears throat> we didn't make through just cause we were kind of on a time crunch and I'm not even gonna lie. Like it was kind of expensive, uh, just to go through the tour. I don't remember exactly how much, but I remember at the time we were like, yeah, that's a little expensive. And then we have to wait. So we were on a time crunch, a little expensive. So we didn't go through the tour, but they have, even without the tour guys, I'm telling you, even without the tour, there's so much to look at. I mean, even we didn't even go through the tour and I think we were there for at least an hour, just looking around at all the stuff that they had in the lobby and all that. So cool to check out guys. Um, so that was definitely a cool experience, you know, and then being, even being in Georgia, you know, constantly down in Panama city beach and, you know, stuff like that, just having, having a good time living it up, you know, because being in the military, like I said, that is a job and it's a very stressful job and it, I mean, it can be, you know, so, uh, just like the, just like the old saying, uh, work hard, play hard. <laughs> and that's what we did. So, Yeah. And then uh, after the military, I came home, 
Uh, that was in 2017 and immediately started my job that I have now. I'm a diesel mechanic. Uh, I actually work in the same shop as my dad because he got the job for me. Uh, and uh, when I left the military, my dad actually flew out to Georgia, which is awesome. I appreciate him for you know, driving with me to Georgia and back to Colorado. So I appreciate that. But yeah, he flew out there. Uh, we drove back, but we didn't get to see as much stuff on the way back. Um, just cause like I said, he had gotten me this job and so I needed to get started. And like I said, I'm kind of, I have ADHD or some shit. I don't know. I've never actually been diagnosed with that, but I just say that because I cannot fucking focus on anything. <laughs> so like I said, I, you know, if I'm not doing something, I'm kind of like, I get nervous. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. So, you know, I told my dad, let's not, you know, let's not, let's get back so I can start this job and start making money outside of, you know, the army and stuff like that. So we did kind of rush back, uh, but it was nice, you know, spending uh, it was like a couple of days on the road with my dad. So that was pretty nice. Uh, we drove back. I started working as a diesel mechanic and I've done that ever since I've gotten out of the military. So, and I really like that. I mean, you know, uh, when I was a kid, I mean, you guys can ask my, I mean, obviously you guys, some of you guys might not know who my dad is, but the, for the guys that do, uh, the people that do know my dad, I mean, you can ask him, ask my mom, whatever, you know, I've always wanted to be a decent mechanic since I was a kid. I don't know why, um, semi trucks just always, I guess, you know, cause my dad has been a decent mechanic for most of my life. That's just what I've been interested in. And, um, so as soon as I got back, I got the opportunity to do what I wanted to do and I, I took it. So, you know, and that was one of the reasons why I was kind of in a hurry to come back too, cause I was like, this is the job that I've been wanting. You know, I've been wanting to be a decent mechanic and now I have the opportunity, you know, put all of my effort into it and let's go, let's do this, you know? So that's what, that's what I did. Uh, as soon as I got out of the military, I was like, Hey, put my best foot forward. Let's get this, let's get this job. Let's do it. Um, and I've been working there ever since. So, and I like it, you know, I mean, obviously there's, it always has its days, but uh, for the most part, like I said, I, you know, I, I've always wanted to be a decent mechanic, so I'm doing what I love. Um, and I've never actually went to schooling uh, for decent mechanics or for any type of schooling, except for, you know, my normal uh, first grade through 12th grade graduate high school. That's the only schooling I've ever done. <laughs> and like I said, I, I've never been diagnosed, but I got like some ADD, ADHD. I don't fucking know. But I can't focus. And that's why, you know, I was like, schooling's not for me. Um, and if, if you guys did take my advice and go check out the podcast uh, with my brother in it, you'll, you'll hear, you know, he, my little brother, he did uh, what, I don't know, six or seven years after, after high school of schooling. And he has the job that he's always wanted as well. So it's always just a strive, guys. Like, if, if you want to do something in life, uh, like I said, you're, you're just going to have to push and actually do it. You have to put your best foot forward. And if that's what you want to do, that's what you have to do. You know, you can't let anyone else tell you, you know, you can't do that or that's too much for you or, you know, just any, any type of reason to not do something. Don't listen to that shit. Do whatever, do whatever you want to do. 
You know, schooling's not for everybody like me. I never went to school. It just was not for me. There was a lot of people telling me you should go to school, schooling, you're not going to get a good job unless you go to school, blah, 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 you know? And I knew that schooling wasn't for me. If I, I knew that if I went to school, I was going to waste that money because there is no way that I can sit there for more than, I would even say for more than an hour, there's no way I can sit there and try to study because, you know, I, I lose focus way too fucking fast. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to nobody. Um, so sometimes school is just not for you. And if that's you, you know, just, just know that that, but you know, just know that that's not for you and no one else can tell you what to do. This is your life. You know, you have to do it your way. Um, but make sure you do have a plan, you know, don't just be like, Hey, I'm not going to school cause I want to smoke weed. Like, no, don't do that. You know, like if you know, you want to do something, then do it, but don't just do it because, you know, you want to smoke weed or whatever. Fuck that. You know, you're, you're never going to get in life, you know, anywhere in life just doing that. I mean, you, you, I mean, unless you start like a dispensary or something like that. But, you know, the point of what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, have a plan. And if you have a plan, don't let no one else, you know, change that plan for you. You know, don't let no one else tell you how to achieve that goal. If you have a plan, go for it. You know, don't let no one ever try to change that goal because if they're trying to change that goal or trying to change what you have in mind of what you want to do for a living, they're clearly not for you, <laughs> you know? Um, but just do, just do what, you know, you think is right and what you want to do in life. Um, because that's how you're going to be happy right? That's how you're going to, you know, succeed in life. If you actually have your plan and you foresee that plan, you're going to be a lot happier in life. Um, so just do that. You know, uh, I don't want to keep rambling on about the same thing, but yeah, you know, like I said, you know, some things are for people, some things are not for people. And the people that go to school, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to take my fucking hat out. I, I give you hats off because like, seriously, I don't know how the fuck you guys do that. And to my little brother, like, because he is going to be listening, like, dude, I don't know how the fuck you do that shit. And, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm like being serious. Like, I don't know how the hell you do that <laughs> because that's a lot of schooling. Um, but it's the dedication. It's the dedication. I think that's fucking dope. Like for real. And like I said, like, since I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a decent mechanic. And I knew that's what I was going to do, right? I'm like, that's what I'm going to do because that's what I want to do. Uh, and, you know, I never stopped trying to get there. And then when I got out of the military, that that chance opened and pff, I took it. I did what I had to do. Like, instead of taking, you know, like a nice month long or not even a month, like two week vacation or whatever, just to drive back and see all the, th I was like, no, nah, we need to get back so I can get this job. Cause that's what I've wanted to do. So, you know, since I've gotten out of the military in 2017, that's what I've been doing as decent mechanics. Uh, like I said, my dad's been doing it 20 some years. My older brother, he's been doing it. Obvious, I would say at least 10 plus. I'm not exactly sure. And I said, I don't have a good memory. So I want to interrate. Uh, I can't say that word, but yeah. Interrate. You know what I'm trying to say. Interrate. Whatever the fuck it's. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word, but yeah. Um, and then 
like I said, my so 10 plus years for my older brother. And then I have some uncles that were in the diesel industry as well. So I've kind of had it in my blood for like a long time, you know? Um, and that's just something that I, I looked at and I was like, yeah, I want, that's what I want to do. And, you know, at some point that's what I'm going to do. Uh, it may take a while, but I never stopped. Like, this is what I want to do. That's what, and that's what I'm doing now. So that's where I'm at. Uh, I ride motorcycles on the weekend. Like I said, I'm kind of, uh, uh, I had just bought a 2020 street Bob. So I'm out riding that thing around all the time during the summer. Um, and actually this last summer was the first year that I ever went to Sturgis. And I actually went to Sturgis with my uncle and my aunt. And that was a fucking blast. I'm telling you, we had so much fun. Um, there's one thing in particular that happened that I'll never forget, but we're not going to get that into that today. That'll be another one. Like I said, I'm just trying to, you know, touch the surface of, you know, all the things that I've been through. We'll get into, you know, details later on, but, uh, for any new writers or anything like that, or anybody thinking about writing, I mean, it's a blast. It's something that, you know, I can't describe. It's just, I don't know. I, I mean, you get you get behind, you sit on that bike and you get behind that throttle and you just twist that sucker open. I mean, it's a therapy that that no one else can, you know, can replace. <laughs> so, you know, don't be afraid. Just jump on that sucker and go. I mean, clearly, before I say that, so I don't go get sued or some shit like that. Before you just jump on the damn thing, go take your uh, rider safety course, you know, do it the right way. But if you really do want to ride, you know, do it. Go take that course, get your license, and then get out on that road. Uh, being in Colorado riding a motorcycle, I mean, you just have to use caution because there is a lot of people that, you know, don't pay attention to motorcycles or are just in a hurry. That's the biggest thing I see a lot of the times is other drivers don't pay attention to motorcycles on the road because they're in a hurry. They just want to get where they're going, you know? And so it's not cool for us riders because then we have to pay attention to the guys that are not paying attention. But I'm telling you, once you get out into the mountains or you get away from the city and you just that open road, Oh man, it's a blast. And like I said, this was the first year I ever went to Sturgis and I went with my uncle and we wrote, we took that ride and next time I'll probably put it on a trailer because goddamn my ass fucking hurt. I don't know. It was a really good experience. Um, it was the first long, long ride that I've ever actually done. Uh, and I'll tell you that shit was so much fun. Um, that was the longest I've ever actually rode in all in one time. And I could have used somebody to massage my ass. Cause that shit hurt, but it was good. <laughs> it was good experience. I loved it. There's never a dull moment. I tell you that. <laughs> so we had so much fun doing that. Um, like I said, I ride my motorcycle any day that it's nice. I try to get on it. Uh, lately it's been a little bit chilly, so I haven't been riding. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just so much fun. And I encourage anybody that's thinking about doing it, just go, you know, don't even buy a brand new one, Buy go buy a, a cheap ass motorcycle because, you know, like just get on the road, just experience it. And if it's not for you, you, you know, you didn't lose too much. If you buy a cheap ass motorcycle, you didn't lose too much. Just sell it and 
you know, cut your losses, but just, just give it a try, you know, cause it's, it's a blast. Uh, I know it can be a little bit scary, but it's a blast. Just give it a try. Um, but yeah, that's me. I like to fish on the weekends. Uh, I try to go fishing all the time during the summer, but you know how that works out. You say that you're going to do it and you really don't. And <laughs> so, but Colorado has a lot of good fishing lately. There's been so many fucking people here that it's been hard to go fishing because everywhere you go, like, you know, the shorelines are packed. There's boats out. So it's been a little bit difficult lately to try to go fishing. But, you know, when I'm not fishing, then I'll go hop, hop on the bike and go do something. So there's always something fun. Uh, not too long ago, me and my, you know, me and my parents, we went out to Burlington, uh, Colorado, and they have the awesome, the most awesome, uh, wild wild west town setup kind of you know uh, like the olden days it's it's like a museum but it's all the old you know it's like a town set up for the olden days and and I highly recommend everyone to go look at that too uh burlington's a little bit of a drive but it's so nice to get out of town so much less people you know it, it was just a really good time there's another one that I do want to go check out. It's called uh, Dodge City. It's in Kansas. I want to go check that out because that looks super cool too. I haven't uh, haven't been down there, but I'm definitely going to check that out at some point. Uh, and then, you know, this next summer, there's a lot of rides that I want to go do and, and stuff that I want to check out. Definitely want to go to Chicago because I did just hear that there's an office museum. And if anybody that knows me, they know that I freaking love The Office, the show. So that that's my show. I don't know why. It, I just fucking love that show. It's so funny to me. And I just opened up a museum in Chicago. Definitely going to check that shit out. If anybody has been there uh, that's listening, let me know. So, you know, let me know. Let me know how it was because it looks so freaking cool. Um you know, I definitely want to do that. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening with this podcast. Uh, now that, like I said, now that I've taken some time to plan things out a little bit better, plan things how we want it to, you know, play out and, and the guests and stuff like that. Like I said, now we're not going to have, you know, we're not going to do guests every Sunday, but they are going to be guest appearances. It may not be every Sunday like it was supposed to be before, but we are going to do, um, you know, some solo, some solo episodes with just me so I can talk about, you know, whatever experiences lately or, you know, touch on in some of those stories that, I, that we kind of touched on today, but didn't get into. We'll, we'll get into all that here, here soon. So just, uh, stick with it guys, stick with me, you know, um, and I'll be doing my best to make it a better podcast. Like I said, uh, I always like feedback, guys. So go follow me on Instagram at Tatted Up Diesel King. Um, go check me out, guys. Uh, and I'm going to post on there about every Sunday about uh, the new episode coming out. So, like I said, just go there. That's where all the uh, episode discussion is going to be happening. Uh, I'm going to open up the comments. Um, if you guys want to be part of the episode, or if you guys have something that you want me to talk about or anything, just hit me up on Instagram. Uh, like I said, it's at Tatted Up Diesel King. Uh, just look me up, send me a message, comment, whatever. Um, let me know if there's something that you didn't like about the podcast. If there's, 
you know, something that you want to hear me talk about, or if there's something that you want to talk about and you want to be on the episode, hey, hit me up at, at uh, Tatted Up Diesel King on Instagram. Hit me up, send me a message, say, hey, I want to be on next week's episode or whatever, you know, or hey, at some point, can I be on the episode because this is what I want to talk about or this is what I want people to hear. You know, just let me know and, you know, I'll, I'll message you guys back. We'll, we'll set something up. If you guys want to be on the, on the, uh, episodes, let me know. Um, like I said, I'm always open to, uh, discussion about how to make the podcast better, uh, what you guys liked, what you guys didn't like, something you want to hear. Just let me know. Just, you know, just follow me on, uh, Instagram at tatted up diesel king. That's where all the podcast uh, content will be posted. So just let me let, let me know what you guys want to hear. So thanks for tuning in. Anybody that listened all the way through, you guys are a scholar. I appreciate you. Anybody listening for the first time, hopefully you like it. If there's anything I can do better to keep you guys entertained, uh, anything you want to hear, let me know. Let me know. But I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everyone for being so supportive. I appreciate everyone coming to my episode and showing some love. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you again. And welcome to my podcast, Shooting the Shiz.